monk mode. Look, depending on when you're watching this, I think that there should be a season. Look, you don't have to wait for the beginning of the month. You don't have to wait for the beginning of the year. There's going to be a time where you're going to want to just go full blown monk mode. And I'm going to give you exactly how to do that in this episode. I'm going to share with you why you may want to consider going monk mode and how you're going to be able to pull the most productivity from your life by doing this. Now, if you've ever heard of the term monk mode, um, if you guys aren't familiar, sometimes monks, they just go out in the mountains, right? Uh, they go out, they live in the mountains, they isolate themselves intentionally, which is something that I want to come back to here in this episode, but they isolate themselves intentionally, which a lot of people are afraid to do because they confuse uh, solitary with loneliness. Those are two totally different things, right? And so they isolate themselves so they can get clarity. They isolate themselves so they can maybe they get, get closer to a higher power. They isolate themselves so they can kind of wash themselves out of all the negative energy that people are kind of giving them, right? I'm not into the woo-woo stuff, but there is times where you want to really isolate yourself, right? As a matter of fact, we see that all the time in the Bible where Jesus, every time he would go out to cities, he would go out and he would perform miracles. And then he would come back and he would tell the disciples, hey, I'm going to go out to the mountain and I'm going to pray. Or, hey, I'm going to go out to the garden and I'm going to just go do my thing with, with my father for a little bit. And he would just go like ghost everyone. Hey, I'm out. Right. And then lo and behold, they see him the next day and he'd come back stronger, bigger and better. Right. It's going to be the same thing with us. When we go full blown monk mode, you're going to see the clarity that you're going to get. You're going to see how much money you're going to end up saving. You're going to see, man, I was doing things and I was holding on to things uh, that I shouldn't have been holding on to. And I had it not because I needed it, but I had them just because they were there. Right. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to get clear. Now, this isn't necessarily a guarantee that you're going to accomplish what you're going to set out for, especially if you're just going monk mode for 30 days, which is something that I challenge you to do. Uh, this isn't necessarily, you know, you're not going to go from zero to a million dollars in the next 30 days. You're not going to get your dream body in the next 30 days. You're not going to maybe fix your marriage in the next 30 days if you just want to go monk mode with your maybe your significant other. Right. But what it is going to do is you're going to start seeing that the activities that maybe you were doing or the things that you were paying attention to, maybe that you shouldn't have been wasting all your energy on, whether conversations, whether the content or the material that, that you're consuming you're going to see, man, this isn't serving me at the level that I want to be served at. And so the way that I see it is the highest version of yourself is already out there. You just haven't discovered them yet. The reason why you haven't discovered them yet is because you haven't challenged yourself in a way to become that person. They're literally waiting on you to arrive, to meet you. Hey, this is who you are. Hey, this is who you're capable of. One of the biggest fears that I have, like if there's any, right, outside of murky water, because I can't stand murky water. But one of the biggest fears that I have is dying with the gas tank full, dying without having reached my full potential, right? I'm constantly chasing that next guy, like me. Like I'm constantly chasing, hey, who am I going to be in the next five years? Hey, who am I going to be in the next 10 years? Hey, what does Irv look like with more information, like, you know, a smarter version of me, which the AI version of me, right? Uh, somebody who's deeply rooted into maybe God, like, what does that version of me look like? Stuff like that excites me, but it also scares me because I wouldn't want to die without having met that guy. The next thing you want to do is you want to make a list. Uh, now, the list that I'm talking about isn't one of everything else that you will be doing because that would be mundane. That would be repetitive. I want you to make a list of everything that you're not going to do. 
I promise you that if you make a list of everything that you're not going to do, it's going to make this process a heck of a lot easier. Write down on that list. Hey, over the next 30 days, I'm not going to drink. Hey, over the next 30 days, I'm not going to skip a workout. Hey, over the next 30 days, I'm not going to go a day without not reading at least a chapter or a page out of the Bible. Hey, over the next 30 days, I'm not going to go a day without calling or speaking to my mom. If maybe you're trying to mend that relationship with the parent. Hey, over the next 30 days, I'm not going to skip a day without maybe playing 21 questions with my significant other, getting to know them on a deeper level, whether it's my wife, whether it's my girlfriend, whether it's my fiance, your boyfriend, your husband, whoever it is, right? Challenge yourself that you are going to have a list of things that you're not going to do. Now, I know that um, this may be a process, right? Irv, this is going to take a while. Like things that I don't want to do, like that list is bigger than things that I actually do want to do. Bingo. I want you to hone in and focus on the things. I want you to become almost an essentialist in the season because you're going to see how many things are pulling you away from maybe the activities that, again, you should be doing or maybe the people that you really should be speaking to, right? People that are actually going to help you progress, people that are actually headed in the same direction that you're headed. I know it sounds, I know that it sounds, you know, like far-fetched, I know that it sounds like, hey, there's no one else that's going to understand me. I promise you, because I used to struggle with this, too. That whole thing about, oh, I'm a deep thinker. No one's going to no one's going to understand my thoughts or, oh, um, I'm a workaholic. No one's going to work harder than me or, oh, um, you know, I no no one can take me seriously because I don't even take myself seriously. Trust me, when you put yourself out there, you're going to find people that are just as crazy as you are and you're going to start finding your tribe you're going to start finding your community. And that only comes from shedding off all the things that you vow to yourself that you're not going to do. Uh, next on this journey of monk mode, number four, I'm sorry, number three is, and I'm going to preface this for you and I'm going to pre-frame it for you. It's going to take longer than you're thinking, which I already told you at the beginning of this episode. It's going to take longer than you're thinking and it's going to require more work than you think. There's going to be parts in this journey where you're just going to feel like, dude, why am I even doing this? Why am I locking in as hard as I'm locking in? Why am I, you know, why is this budget so hard? Like I thought that maybe if if something on that list was, hey, I don't want to eat out or I don't want to maybe go grab Starbucks over the next 30 days. If that's challenging to you, throw that on there. I would highly recommend that you throw that on there. It needs to be challenging to you. You'll notice that by like day three, day four. Okay, it's dude, this is easy. Like I can, I can do this in my sleep. You'll notice that by day 20, day 21, especially when people around you are still doing those things that maybe used to grab your attention, that's when it starts to get a little bit more difficult. If maybe you're a loner and for you it's, hey, I don't mind being by myself. Maybe it's getting yourself out there and maybe part of that activity of going monk mode is putting yourself into uncomfortable situations, whether it's a sales situation, whether it's a networking situation where, hey, I'm trying to expand my network because usually I'm to myself. But remember, you made a list of things that you weren't going to do. So you weren't just going to isolate yourself. That's easy for you. You're going to put yourself out there and you're going to network. And then the last thing that I want you to do is I want you to embrace the boredom. I want you to embrace the solitude and I want you to embrace the repetitiveness. Again, during monk mode, you're going to embrace the repetitiveness. You're going to embrace the solitude and you are going to embrace the boredom. The reason why this is important is because and I know that this is going to sound like like pseudoscience, right? But dopamine, dopamine is a real thing. 
And with dopamine, you want to earn your, your doses of dopamine. And I know that I don't have all the science behind it or anything like that, but I've even noticed this in my own life where sometimes you'll start getting cheap hits of dopamine, whether that's through alcohol or maybe that's just checking your social media or even sometimes checking maybe your Stripe account if you got a new sale. You want to block that out. You want to earn your hits of dopamine. What does that mean? Back when our predecessors were out there roaming the land, one of the ways that we would earn our dopamine would we would maybe harvest the plant. We would see that plant grow. We'd be like, great, we have food. Or we would go out and we would hunt. Wow, we have food. We have a feast for tonight. Or we would go out and we would maybe um, find our mate, right? Those are all natural pieces of or natural hits of dopamine that we would get through pieces of activity that we would do. Now, dopamine is at an all-time high. And what is happening is that you're sending that message to your brain that it no longer has to work. It no longer wants to be bored. It no longer wants to subdue itself to what you're telling it to do. So one of the ways to get that back and one of the ways to get that discipline back is by saying, you know what, maybe after five o'clock, I'm not checking emails. Maybe after five o'clock, I am turning off, um, you know, put, put a social media timer. If you have to put a social media timer, hey, I'm turning off the messages. Maybe after five o'clock, hey, guys, I can't go out with you guys for drinks today, right? All those things that are fun, that is just cheap and it comes easy, those are things that you want to watch out for. I know that for the majority of us, boredom and solitude is going to be the biggest challenge along with repetitiveness. Now, again, notice that I'm using the language solitude and not loneliness. Here's why. Loneliness is an internal isolation, while solitude is making a choice to be alone for a specific period of time. Remember what I mentioned about Jesus earlier? There was times where he would go out in solitude. He'd go out. He'd pray. He'd be to himself. He'd come back the next day. Bible says that he would perform miracles at a larger scale every time he came back. That's the same thing that I want you to look at when you are modeling after that. I know that we call it monk mode right after monks, but really uh, we should be calling it Jesus mode, if I'm being honest with you guys. But one of the reasons why I call it monk mode is because it's one of the terms that people are just familiar with. And I want you to get familiar with it as well, because if you take heed to it, and if you really focus on this in your life, you can take your income to the next level, you can take your health to the next level, and you can bring your focus back to where it needs to be, especially in a world of distraction. Uh, so there you have it. Those are essentially like my next 30 days. You could probably do like a whole post on this, but those are like 30 days of just monk mode. Can you go longer? Can you go six months? Can you go four months? Can you go three months? Yes. But I think that if you want to at least start out doing it in doses, I think 30 days is challenging enough where it's going to drive a couple things out of you, but it's also going to be feasible, meaning you're going to be able to do it, right? You don't want to set these large goals that you know you're not going to hit. You want to set something that's attainable. So there you have it. If you found value in this content today, in this podcast, consider sharing it with a friend, relative, or someone that you think needs to go in monk mode, or maybe somebody that you want to go in monk mode with you. As always, we don't drive any ads or any sponsors to our channel. So if you guys find value in this content, consider sharing it and consider leaving us a five-star review, review because it does help us reach a larger audience. But until next time, everyone, I appreciate you locking in with me. Let's go a little monk mode. I will see you on the next one.